And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a podcast director and narrator of the audiobook Mergers and Acquisitions from A to Z, 4th edition, which has been called the definitive audio version of Mergers and Acquisitions from A to Z, 4th edition. It's Eric Martin! And she's a comedian who is 100% done with Twitter. That's right, no more Twitter for her. I mean, except if she has a funny joke or like a good dog meme or something, then yeah, of course she's still on Twitter. Don't be ridiculous, it's Renee Colbert! Chef Jeff is here to show us how to get the best priest for your meat pies. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus Sailor interview. New best friend, Allison Rosen! Hello, my little carrot cake Oreos. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by Scott Marquez. Now, I personally have not seen carrot cake Oreos. I feel like artificial carrot flavor is that's dicey but i'm willing to give it a shot um i'll tell you guys later all about how much fun patreon is because i'm fresh.com slash allison rosen i'm fresh off of a patreon live stream that i did yesterday and some of them are kind of dogs some of them i'm like i feel guilty I, I can't believe people are subscribing and let's be real paying money every month for this <laughs> i don't feel that i gave them anything worthwhile I'm sorry. But then yesterday's was like, oh, this is good. This is just, it's flowing well. Lots of people in the chat room, lots of questions. I gave them a tour. I, I guess I'm telling you guys now. <laughs> I gave them a tour. <laughs> I showed them the, the hole in our ceiling from the leak recently. The hole in, I don't think I showed them the hole in the bedroom because I had too many pairs of underwear strewn about. <laughs> showed in the backyard, the studio that we're going to move into. You showed them your butt? Showed them my butt. Perfect. That's what they're there <laughs> That's for. That's what I call the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was pretty fun. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Renee. Hello, Allison. Thank you for having me. It's been a little while. Yes, I've missed you. People have been asking, where's Renee? I like those people. Those are nice they people. They have with good, good taste. They, they <laughs> are You're asking the right thing. in the best way. <laughs> Hello, Eric Martin. It's been even longer since we've seen you. I'm like 300% more pregnant than when I last saw you. It's true. It's a big difference. Yes. yes. It, it's exciting to be here. Thanks for having me in 2019. Thank you. I know. Yeah. The, when was the last time you were on the show? Uh, maybe October or something like that. Oh, September? really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was already fairly pregnant, but I just feel like I've really quadrupled it. I've really, I really leaned in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way these things go. It is. Yeah. It is the way. Now, bring it on home at the end. Daniel will be joining us in a moment. What he doesn't know is that, (laughs) (laughs) and he might be overhearing me now, Uh, while we were getting the show set up, we all of a sudden heard some kind of like audio, not interference, but like as if if someone had YouTube on or something. And I said, oh, it's the baby monitor, which was right outside the door. And the volume on the baby monitor goes up to like 10, and we put it on one just so we can hear if he freaks out in the middle of the night or something. No. (laughs) (laughs) And um, 
I brought it in and I turned it up a tiny bit just to hear like what story Daniel was reading yeah. to Elliot. And we heard him say, no, you just subtract 81,000 in like a very what official child's book is this. Book. Yeah. And then I realized he was on the phone. Gotcha. No. <laughs> I think we were all quite like, he doesn't even do voices. Yeah, like, it's pretty okay. And, but like, what children's book is this, is this technical with their figures? So then he popped in and he said he had to do a quick thing for work before he joins us. So he will join us. And then maybe I'll tell the story gotcha. again. You never know. <laughs> that book, Daddy Got Audited. Uh, <laughs> goes. By the way, I, here's something I wonder. And I feel like it's almost like bad luck to, even broach the topic but like when you get audited how do you know because we got a letter from the irs but it was just uh it wasn't a letter it was like saying hi (laughs) (laughs) late christmas everything's closed we're lonely how are you doing they slide into your dms right Right. (laughs) (laughs) no it was just a like i don't it was something saying how much we had like paid into the california state so it's something that i give my accountant when i go do my taxes this year right um but any i imagine everyone's like this anytime you get any correspondence from the irs you're like what is this so does anyone know how do you find it i mean i bet they make that pretty clear on the letter i feel like they probably visit you at your house imagine them being vague we just want to talk (laughs) Talk. Give us a what call. are you doing? Yeah, Let's what are you talk. doing on this day? You're in the neighborhood. <laughs> just want to stop by. Saw the lights were on. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Allison. So, uh, what are you going to show next on Patreon? They still have a lot of boob at the end of the day. Oh. <laughs> what was I even talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> they still have a lot of boob at the end of the day. Oh, it was something about. Oh, it was. It was something about. Women with large breasts, they get breast reductions, I think. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. I've noticed in my noticing sure. that women who have large, like who go in with size E, come out with yeah. like C or D yeah. at the end of the day. Because when they say, they oh, still I still have, have a lot of boob like, at the end of the day. Where did we start? If that's if that's what we've whittled it down to. Yeah. How did it They did start, start? They think they usually, well, the, the person I'm thinking of started with like an obscene level of gigantic boobage. Sure. Um, and Soleil it, Moonfry is that what you're thinking? Of? <laughs> no, but did she have one? She did. Yeah, that was all the rage. Punky Brewster. Yeah, took him down. Um, no, but this woman was a reporter oh. and is a reporter, and I think this is kind of what I hear from women who end up having them. Pune Vassarpoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like pretty proportionate. I would say. Um, is that it's like like culture is not ready for women with gigantic boobs who hold professional jobs. Like it just scream. And I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I think it should, but it screams porn to people and it's like super distracting. And she didn't want to be seen that way, but obviously she wanted, but like obviously she wanted to be seen as a woman who had like, a decent sized chest because or right. or when you go in are they like we can get we can get you down to a c or a d but that's as far as we can go hey, i bet you get to have your say in it i would bet yeah maybe and, and a lot of times <laughs> like, you look at eric like, <laughs> like maybe what do you think eric you're the expert on this <laughs> what, what would you guess oh i really couldn't say <laughs> <laughs> what would you if you were an e where would you want to go Probably C. I feel like yeah. C is the desirable, right? The desirable cup. It's also because a lot of times it's lower back pain, right? Yes. So I think what so. level makes and the also back a stop lo- hurting? It's lower back pain, and it's also a lot of clothing doesn't fit. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess probably a C yeah. or so. Yeah, that's what I do. Maybe it's like a toxic waste cleanup where the more you do, the more ex- expensive it gets. So there's, they're like, okay, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, let's the stop ounce. there. Yeah, <laughs> let's charge you by the cup. But it could be the more, because I, because I've heard, um, a breast reduction is a more intense surgery than a breast augmentation. Really? So yes. Huh. Cause it, I'm wondering if maybe I'm sure list, some listeners who have had it done will write in a r i y m b f show at gmail dot com is where you <laughs> write in to tell us. Um, but I wonder if it's a more if the more you remove the more intense the surgery is. Is it more expensive? Do you think? <laughs> no, I don't think. Okay. It, I don't think All it's right. like a salad bar okay. <laughs> where at the end they weigh it at the yeah. end. I'm like wow. All right. Well. Exactly. I would be so remiss if I did not take advantage yeah. of this it's natural right segue. Mm. Third love. Yep. This is the bra company that makes super high quality, super comfortable bras, but they're the industry leader with 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. Most women are wearing the wrong size bra. I believe that. Um, I was going to make a joke like I'm wearing... uh, (laughs) I'm wearing underpants up here. I've got it all (laughs) wrong. I'm wearing men's boxers (laughs) on my chest. I'm getting zero support. You need third love, Allison. <laughs> I this know. is not what you should be wearing at all. One of the things that I think is amazing and great, and everyone, everyone listen up and follow this, do this. Third love, they don't have a tag on their bras. The information is just, it's right there. Because tags are super itchy and annoying. Yes. And if you're like me, then you remove them. Mm-hmm. And then you think, someday I'm going to need that information. <laughs> yep. But then it like you can't remove the whole thing right. unless you have... Some kind of like whatever they use to do micro surgery to reattach a hand microsurgery. You need that machine to remove the label, but you can't. So it leaves a strip of like itchy annoyingness. It's true. Um, so third love has cups from A through H bands up to 48. They have a fit finder quiz, answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit. I'm a sucker for a quiz. This is a fun quiz. It's pick. It starts out picture based. Great. You just which boobs look like yours. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Sometimes that's how a quiz should be. <laughs> it really should. <laughs> I don't want to read. I just want to <laughs> click exactly. on my boobs. Show me pictures or I'm out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it gets into some. But then it still has pictures with the questions. Uh, hands down, the most comfortable bra you'll own. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash Allison now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Allison for 15% off today. Thirdlove.com slash Allison. Okay, so I have an update about our good friend David Huntsberger. Yes. I have been waiting to say anything, thinking he'd be back shortly and I'll let him tell the story. Humptabooger? Um, <laughs> but it's now been so long since he's been on. I emailed him tonight and I'm like, can I, can I tell part of your story? Yeah. And he said, Pitch, yes. Please. So as you guys, he's fine. He's fine. But as you guys remember, he was going to Puerto Rico, um, to, to use his tourism dollars to help them rebuild their economy. No, what a guy. What a guy. <laughs> right. Maybe he was going to zip line. I yeah. forget what else he had planned. Yeah. I feel like zip lining was the main thing the because I know that we got into a little bit of a back and forth with me being like, you know, I'd never zip line because I don't ever want to zip line. And then like everyone, Renee, were you part of this? I was part of Did it. Did you gang yeah, up on I me? I also yelled at you. Yeah. Yes, everyone's like, line. you wouldn't want to fly through a forest <laughs> attached by a zip or whatever the fuck it is. Um, and then like I 
I started coming around being yeah. like, I'm really missing out on this imaginary activity that I will literally never, ever do. Yeah. But it does sound exhilarating. Okay. So anyway, he didn't get to zip line because he got appendicitis in Puerto oh, Rico. Buddy. So he had to have <clears throat> emergency. I don't care for I that. It's always emergency <laughs> surgery with appendicitis. I, I don't so. know what the yeah. timeline is on appendicitis, but you usually don't get much of a heads up. It's not a lot of, we'll see you next week. <laughs> involved in that. <laughs> right. yeah, swing back around yeah. when you're ready. So he had to have, he was in a hospital in Puerto Rico having his appendix removed. Buddy. They, I don't know how long he was in. They discharged him. And then he had to go back because there was a complication. I think his like in, this is David. I'm sorry. I don't know how, I don't know to what degree I'm allowed to tell your story, but I'm telling Pitch, it please. all the way. <laughs> I think his intestines like were, I don't know if they were frozen or they just weren't, things weren't Something's moving up. like they were supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. When you so, told me that I emailed and he was like, Oh, I'm still in the hospital. I was like, what happened? Uh, same he was, was back the in the hospital, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he had to go back to the hospital. Daniel, welcome. Hi. Um, got to catch up with you on what we overheard on the baby monitor. Okay, but, but uh, finish the story about David. Yeah, right now we're talking about David. Um, I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so then he went back to the hospital in Puerto Rico. Right. They were in Puerto Rico a lot longer than they planned. Mm. Um, and then they discharged him. And then I think he had to go back a third time. David. Which is like, to what? To the or to Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> Look, he started it in Puerto Rico, so every time he had to go <laughs> yeah. back, he had to fly back, back because he's not going to spend on them. his dollars in Puerto yeah. Rico. Back to the hospital in Puerto Rico. The third time, I believe the third time they discharged him, he felt like that's the one that's going to stick yeah. because they gave him a lot of drugs and, or antibiotics or something that they hadn't done before. Good. He got back to the mainland. Great. And has been having some complications ever since, and he had to spend the weekend in the hospital. Um, I don't know what the complications are, though. I didn't ask, because yeah. I felt like he would have offered you're that. You're telling this like, it's, like it's such a cheery... You're doing it in such a cheery voice. I, this is how chocolate should taste. <laughs> and then he went to the hospital. But if you're doing David justice. I feel like that's how he'd want to say it. It's yes, just like, that's listen true. to this hunky-dory thing that happened. <laughs> Two things. Three things. Three things. Okay. Oh, I, I got I to go. <laughs> um, it might just be two because I've already now being this pregnant I've already forgotten all of them but um, I don't think I have a cheery voice ever like I think I've been accused of being not cheery enough uh, okay <laughs> so well, you really bring contrast. it when you're talking about people it's in, in the contrast hospital. yeah to how you usually are <laughs> which is uh, I turn it on for the people. Yes. I okay. think it's a good thing. I don't know what the second was. Perfect. And the third is my <laughs> my worst live TV appearance ever. So I had started, and we'll get back to David. Of course. He can yeah. wait. Just a real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we He's not going anywhere. He's fine. We know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was working at Time Out New York Magazine, and I was going on the um, on NBC WNBC their like New York local news, but not the number one market. Right. Every <laughs> uh, every week to talk about events going on in the city, and I was like a real whore for TV. I fucking loved it, and they loved me, <laughs> of course. So I mean, they could call me at like like a minute before someone dropped out. Can you be yeah, here? And I'd be like, Yes, I'll do it. <laughs> um, that's how into it I was. But anyway, so they liked me enough that they started asking like, oh, could you do this? Could you do this? Which, of course, I was super into. So they wanted someone to come on and talk about 
to come on on World AIDS Day. Oh boy! And Gap had like Project Red. Gap was teaming up with <laughs> World AIDS Day and giving a portion of all their Project Red. I think was the name of it. I remember that. Items. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I came on, and I was like very morose sure. because it was World AIDS Day, which to me is not a celebration. You're trying to meet it with yeah. the solemnity that it right. deserves. You have to like rent. You know how heavy yes. this is. <laughs> yes. That's what I thought. For some reason, like I didn't realize that this is kind of a marketing thing and it's a bit of like, they they have a jubilant attitude about it. <laughs> right. um, and plus I'm talking about t-shirts and tank tops and stuff. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was just like, very like, this is a humanitarian crisis. I had a real <laughs> dour attitude. It was, te- I was <laughs> terrible. And then their, their feedback to the person at timeout was like, yeah, we think that probably we should just have her do stuff that she wants to talk about. And I felt bad because it's like, no, well, that's true. We'll I just, mean, I guess I didn't want to talk about it, but it really was just a miscalculation in what my tone was supposed to be. And was this live? They couldn't give yes, you a it note? Was live. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. All right. Do we have footage of that? Somewhere? No. Can find it? This was before they invented footage. <laughs> <laughs> it it probably exists somewhere. I remember right. I was wearing a black turtleneck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, please find oh, wow. this. Please find this. Smoking a clove cigarette. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If you're Too wondering what to get, Allison for her baby gift. Um, I think that's it, right? This footage. But I do think there is a level of solemnity. Like if you're doing an obituary, well, I guess you don't do obituaries. On, I mean, you, you talk about people's sort of, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I doubt they were chipper when they were talking about nine eleven, but I treated it like it was that when really it was <laughs> like, look at these cute clothes you can get a por- you know we're donating a portion. They wanted like yeah. a person, a fun person, to talk about clothes and also portions go to World AIDS Day. I oh, think smart, fun, and funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, when you're talking about you know um, diseases and and like cancer awareness and stuff like it doesn't it doesn't require that you know like. The Holocaust Memorial Day kind of right. tone of voice. Yes, I know. I don't know how I misgaged it so much. Well, right. because it's a heavy thing. I will tell you, uh, races get it real wrong. All those five Ks. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, cheering and hooplas and uh, the Macarena, and they're like, and then also leukemia. this is appropriate, yeah. but all right, let's raise some money. Speaking of diseases, back to David. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he was in... It's a condition, to be fair. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. He was back in the hospital this past weekend, but he said he feels like he'll be back to full health in a week or so. Great. Um, so he should be back soon. It's for sure not going to be next week. I'm hoping on the following week. But anyway, that's the David Huntsberger update. Like I said, Daniel, you missed the first part. Yeah. I had been holding off because I want him to tell the story. I know. But then I feel like so much time has passed... We got it. We got to tell his story. Did you, did you get his okay? His yes, blessing? I did. Okay, yeah, good. I did. That fool is eager. <laughs> so anyway, that's what's up with him. Um, a lot of stuff I need to get to. I need to explain the humongous mistake we made when we did renovations in the house, lest anyone make this mistake on their own. I want to warn them off of it. I need to find out about your accounting bedtime story. I need to hear about <laughs> Eric Martin going to Sketchfest, which you did, right? It's true. Okay, I'm just going to jump right into the mistake, and then we're going to circle back with you, Daniel. Sure. It's your show, honey. (laughs) Do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Thank you for your support. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, the bedroom and the office, which we're in right now, look out on the backyard, and they only had, they had 
they both had two windows. No. What? Okay. <laughs> there was one window in the office, two windows in the bedroom. Well, I was pretty close. Yeah, you were off by one. <laughs> and then in the back of the living room, there's a set of double doors that open up onto like a very narrow uh, side of the house passageway that then you can like sort of go to the backyard. So we thought it would open up the place so much to add these French doors in the office and the bedroom. Yeah. Um, because then you can. It just seems like a where you'd how you'd want to get to the backyard is through these doors, but we closed up the one window in here and the two windows in the bedroom. Well, the doors are in the place of one of the windows in the bedroom, pretty much, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yes. The point is, we put in doors, we took out windows, we've left ourselves a situation where when it gets stuffy, oh. there's no window to open in the bedroom. Well, and yeah, also guess, in the office. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, both. Right. And also, they're never they're in the living. There's really the only windows <laughs> that open in this house in the area where you are. The, in the kids' rooms, there's windows. Yeah, there's but no. Yeah. The only windows that are open are the ones in the bathroom, which I've been taking advantage of because it yeah. kind of brings in a breeze. But um, <laughs> tee, I think the idea. <laughs> I think the idea was if we. Like the wit, the doors bring in a lot of light and exposure, and so we can close up the one, the other one on the wall because that'll like leave more wall space to put a piece of furniture against or whatever. Right. Not that you can't put furniture against a window, but anyway. Um, and also, I know that Ray thought that it'd be like it'd like have a cozier feel in the bedroom to close it up. Even though now he claims he was pushing for a high window. I'm like, you a hundred thousand percent. Never once did I hear about this. (laughs) You were all anti-window. So anyway, (laughs) listen, if you find yourself in this very, very, very specific situation, (laughs) think about whether you're going to want to open a window and leave yourself the option. Well, now, because your doors are perfect. You selected perfect doors. And you... Thank could you. we... I mean, there and any, there's windows on the doors. Yeah. Can we yes. put little baby you screens can't. on there? airing out, like, if there's some reason you need to air the room out. Because we had some water damage. <laughs> Teehee! <Yeah. laughs> no, we, in the bedroom, we had a leak. Uh, we had a lot of rain last week. And the um, it we had a, a, a leak in the roof. And the water came down inside the wall and then soaked the carpet. Right. And so it got... Just what, just what you want in a new Ugh. house. Yeah. Well, it was the first rain, really, since we bought the house. And uh, it got... Don't worry. There'll be plenty more. <laughs> well, you know, it's like not until it rains the first time that you know what's going on up there, really. And That is a very generous assessment of it, but go ahead. And the um, the mildew from the carpet, we had to pull the carpet up. Uh, and it, So oh, yeah. we couldn't really air it out without opening the doors. And ideally, you'd not want to have the doors open. You know, you'd want to have windows open. So it was like, oh, shit. I think the fear, because you really can open the windows, but the fear is, this is my fear. I'm going to turn around and there's going to be a squirrel in the, in the house. <laughs> yes, you, you can open the door. I think, right. well, I think the calculation was in our last place, we never opened the windows. Even though I was always wanting to, you were, I Yeah, think, and I was like, that, I'm gonna, I think I literally wrote an article about how I'll divorce you if you don't let me use air conditioning. Right. And so it was like, it wasn't like we were super into opening windows. We weren't windows. window people. Yeah. And... Also, when we were making these decisions, it was the middle of the summer, and it was blazing hot and really bright. Right. And so the thinking was like, my God, we need to cut down on the brightness as much as possible. Um, 
you know, the reality is that the the amount of glazing in the in the bedroom is the same. It's the oh, same amount yeah. of square footage. Explain what that means, because you just used a professional term. Yeah, glazing is when uh, that is the engineering term for the amount of icing that you put on the inside of the uh, of the room. No kidding, yeah. mm-hmm. huh? Interesting. No, really. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, the amount of uh, the amount of window or glass, right? So, mm-hmm. so the amount of sunlight that comes in, and there's like certain whatever. It doesn't matter. But but point is, like, they need to know how much, you know, if you're replacing a window, uh, how much you're decreasing it or increasing it by. And it was about the same. I mean, it was maybe we increased it a tiny bit by taking two windows out and putting in French doors. Right. Um, and so the thought wasn't like, really, oh, we're, we're not changing the amount of sunlight in the room. We're just moving the sunlight. <laughs> but we weren't thinking about airing the, the room out. Right. Now, I should probably talk to Shark Tank about this because I want to capitalize on this. But what if we're innovative and we mm-hmm. knock out these top two windows into screens? Because you worked so hard so on those doors. Really, Let's mess with the them. The doors, yeah. So the, 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 the glass, there's like two. It's actually pa- plastic, I think. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, well, even and it's got It's got a gap between them. Sure. And I think there's like a gas in there. And it, I think it's argon or something. And it, it basically is energy efficient. It keeps the heat out so that we don't use as much energy to cool the house. Gotcha. So you can't just bust out the windows or the glass. You'd have to actually get like another door, I think. What about a screen door? That is what I think we should do. Or there are these things that they advertise on TV, on terrible TV, that don't look like they could possibly work. But you should get one. Mm -hmm. It's these screens that you can hang anywhere. Oh. And they have a bunch of little magnets that click together. And they Mm -hmm. in the commercial, you see these dogs running out. And they'll push the screens apart, and then it goes click, click, click. <gasps> like yeah. Honey, every, we need to start watching all, late night TV. <laughs> like a beaded curtain, but screens. Yeah, it's like two screens. Honestly, like a beaded curtain would work, because really, you're just trying to keep bugs out. Uh, you think bugs would be deterred by beads? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, bugs. definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll have to talk to Allie about it, but don't they traditionally <laughs> hate beads? They hate yeah. anything from yeah. the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> they're like really against any hippy-dippy shit. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like... You know, uh, Midwestern Trump voters. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, I think it'd keep most bugs out. Right? I disagree. A beaded curtain? I disagree that a beaded curtain would keep bugs out. <laughs> With insect repellent? No, honey, like a beaded curtain, <laughs> a beaded curtain wouldn't keep 100% of bugs out, but a lot of bugs would just be. Like you're covering most of the. Of the but but open you think, space. but you think they use their bug brains and they're like, nope, can't go through that. <laughs> Looks complicated. <laughs> yeah. No sale. And squirrels do love beads. So yeah. now we got that thing that we got to contend with. There's probably a psychic on the other end, and I don't even want to deal with that. They're probably saying. <laughs> right. <"Well." laughs> they hate crystal balls, too. Exactly. I think more than an open door. That's all I'm saying. If you had an open door with nothing versus beads, the beads are going to keep more bugs out. That is true. Okay, that's I'll all I'm saying. I'll give you... I uh, will grant you that's that. That's all I'm fucking saying. <laughs> I think we Christ. should get screen doors. Um... I think we should order them off television and get the one the the beaded curtain screen. Jeff got so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so dying to see if these work. I want to get. Do I'm, you have a sense of how expensive they are? Not very. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, now you're talking my language. I yeah. want to get that, but also anyone out there who knows sh- shit about screen doors, tell us for French, French doors. For French doors, but they're five feet across, not six feet across. I they they make like retractable screen doors. They're yeah, custom. we don't want anything that's going to have a lot of bulk out there. That's the thing. Yeah. This is super interesting. 
Is it? Because I could keep going. I know. <laughs> I mean, one of my guilty pleasures is watching HGTV, and this is the next best thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a home improvement podcast. Yeah, we got to get you guys a screen channel. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to you guys about the fact <laughs> <laughs> that I definitely just burped and tried to hide it, and then Renee, like, backed up. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Lies. <laughs> I hope that was a backing up because you didn't know what was coming as opposed well, to like... Well, here's when I... For a second, I was confused who it was. And then I remember the beer burps. And I was like, what if it was me? And I got to uh, get away just in case. I didn't want to offend you. It was turns not out a it beer was burp. You. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I should put a little time in between that discussion and where I was headed. So... Eric Martin. Yeah. How was, <laughs> how was Sketchfest? Oh, it was a delight. Yeah. They, the city of San Francisco, every uh, January, they transform it into a comedy festival and went up for uh, for a weekend and we had two shows, one on Friday with uh, it was an improv show. It was a delight. Saturday, I, I traipsed about the city. Uh, and then Sunday, we had... Um, um, a show with the Riff Tracks Mystery Science Theater guys. Oh, cool. And Weird Al Yankovic. So it was oh, all yeah. of the people that I've loved since I was a child all together in one place making, making funny things happen. And that was, that was insane. Um, and it was really fun. Yeah. Do you go every year? Uh, I've gone for the last few years. And yeah, and Audible's been the sponsor. So projects that I've directed, we've done readings of. And, um, and yeah, they, they did, um, both of the shows that I did. Uh, this year they produced. And, Very cool. Uh, it, was a, it was a great time. Yeah, we went last year. Did mm-hmm. not go this year because um, I'm just too pregnant. Yeah. But I was I looking at the pictures. I had I had real FOMO. <laughs> like uh, except that it, not just fear of missing out it was like I had Como knowledge of missing oh, out. Oh yeah, no. I really wished I had been there. We can't. Well, next year, right? Yeah, we we'll get you on in It'll there. Still yeah. be there. I We're, know. I want to hear about the traipsing. Did you go anywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. so there's some wild stuff. There's a there's a like if you go down to Fisherman's Wharf, there's a place called Musée Mécanique. Yes, it, I knew that's what you were going to say before you said it. That is <laughs> like I that I want to see that. He's well, a psychic behind the beads. It's him. Oh, Daniel's here. Yeah. <laughs> that's the trip. So. Um, <laughs> Well, and they have, you know, it's all these coin-operated <laughs> things, including those yep. psychics you put in a yep. quarter and they'll tell you your fortune. They have all those, like, antique coin-operated things that have the um, the scenes. Yeah. So you'll put a coin in and it'll, it'll, it's not a game. It'll just play out a scene. Yeah. And it's all, you know, those little... Automaton, like Daniel would divorce me and marry one of those machines if he could. (laughs) I will say, seeing like I would not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing like a big like Western diorama and like just these simple like little puppets knocking around for a a minute, uh, it's just like this is what happened before there was TV, and um, I'm I'm glad we have TV now. (laughs) Um, But they're amazing. They're Uh, they're not as good as uh, Game of Thrones. You're saying? I think that's right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. There was one, but there's some weird stuff. Like there was one that was just called Opium Den, and it was just like um, what you would imagine. And they're just sort of like shivering through withdrawal. And like, yeah, they can be very dramatic. Yeah, and this is like from the twenties. These are puppets. These are little puppets. Yeah. Uh, and then there, and then you can put in a penny, <laughs> and then you can look at like burlesque things in three D stereoscopic vision. Unbelievable. They thought yeah. of everything. Yeah, and so they're all just collected there. Daniel, I literally. I literally knew that that's what I'm, I'm not even joking. I knew that's what you were going to say. It's so weird. <laughs> well, have you been yourself or no? No, it's the one thing in San Francisco that I want to see. 
I've been to San Francisco. <laughs> I've, been to San, I've been to San Francisco. I love, I love San Francisco, uh, but uh, that's the thing that I've, I've missed that I've wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm on my list. hearing that this exists. I'm surprised that I, you haven't made us go in the well, entire time we've been together because this I didn't is know like, about it when we we last went. I dragged okay. Allison on a walking tour oh God. of <laughs> Barbary Coast. Oh boy! And, yeah, but you're the only one who had the audio for the walking tour, so I just listened to a couple. You podcasts. didn't want to. I was going to share it with you, and you're like, not interested. Oh yeah, that's I'm okay. <laughs> well, but if you've ever gone, have you ever? Let me I'll put this as a question, even though it. I suspect you haven't. Have you ever gone on a walking tour with someone where they're listening to something and you're not listening to it? Because periodically, by choice, <laughs> this is your choice. Still, periodically, he'd like stop in front of a door front and be like, <laughs> <laughs> "All right, it wasn't no." Not. Then we just carry on, I just laugh like an idiot. <laughs> you did. It was like at the shop in Chinatown that. Nothing about it was funny. It was just delightful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you but you giggled out of delight. Yes, I did. That's because it was just like I'm delighted by San Francisco history. And this is where Jack Burton fought Lopan. Oh my uh, God! You know, and it would be like (laughs) it was so long. So and we went there for my birthday. Oh no, Daniel, what happened? you know, this was the deal. <laughs> it was. If you I go to San Francisco. Right. You, uh, you have to endure this with me. Okay. I knew that this was going to be happening. Um, it's good. I got to catch up with. It my, was fun. Uh, you, you got yeah, yeah, downloaded. Um, yeah, it's it's cool because in San Francisco they, you know, you'll see things on the on the ground, and it'll be like this is a historic point, and we'll kind of tell you what it is, and then there are these audio tours that you can download. And it'll fill in the you know the color on that history for you. So you're standing there, and someone's saying, "Now, if you look over here, and you can kind of visualize the history of the planet." <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> it's interesting. I'm and just remembering. It, I'm just remembering. Jesus Christ! What you know? The thing about together San what you were hearing because of the way you were stopping. One of the great things about San Francisco <laughs> is that the history of San Francisco is is really crazy. Okay, but the Real, that, was that Jeff's stomach? Yeah. Oh, all the body sounds. Is that the, the baby? <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know. Honestly, I thought Elliot was, was like... Yeah. The baby was kicking Ground. me. Right. Yes. Wow. Uh, but San Francisco is so lame now compared to how it was. Like, there's all this stuff that had crazy shit happening, and now you have, like, these tech dorks living, living and working there. So you'll see a storefront, and it's got some dumb dot com in it and you're like yeah but that's actually where like this guy you know murdered somebody or like someone was shanghai and you know brought onto a ship or whatever the heck this is what made you giggle yes it's hilarious (laughs) this daniel loves this stuff i love it i love it (laughs) you know anyway sorry (laughs) to bore you eric history (laughs) have you ever recorded an audio tour no, I've auditioned for them before, but I've never done it. Mm. I think that'd be fun to do because I, I like, uh, and I wonder too for this for this one because you say it was the Barbary Coast. Yeah, was were there actual like because there's all like pirate stuff? Were there people doing pirate voices no. on the tour? No, although that is really next level. Like you yeah. could have an audio scape to put you into the play, like you know, to give you the sound effects of what it would have sounded like. You know, docks and you know, creaky ships Parrots. and things like that. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Parrots, I like it. I feel like a parrot. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm a yeah. parrot to the Caribbean. But it's not even old history. You know, you go and it's like, oh, here's where the beats, you know, this is where uh, Allen Ginsberg 
hung out or whatever. Like, you know, you walk around these cities and LA is the worst and you don't know anything about what you, all you know is like, there's a pink berry, <laughs> you know? And, but actually like people walked these streets and did things that are interesting at one time, yeah. not today, but at one time. I do love in Coles. If you've ever been to Coles downtown here in LA, mm-hmm. there's a, it's the place that originated the, the French dip or so they claim they're locked in a mortal war with Philippe's. Oh yes. But in the bathroom. <laughs> I feel um, like it's coming to a head, like one of these days. Anyway. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, in Coles, there, there's literally a, like a gold plaque over the urinal that says, Charles Bukowski pissed here. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's nice. That's nice. That's interesting. Though. I don't know. I, I like to know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now I have to tell you about <laughs> Baked by Melissa's bite-sized Ooh. cupcakes mm. That ship perfectly and will change how you think about Valentine's Day gifts forever. Um, I already posted a series of photos on Instagram. I knew I should wait until this episode comes out, but I couldn't. I was so excited. Um, I received a package of baked. When I found out they were coming on the show, I'm like baked by Melissa plus me being in my third trimester. This is perfect. This Mm -hmm. is a a marriage that's better than my marriage. (laughs) This is. No offense. This Listen is amazing. Up. I can't wait till they get here. And then when they got here and I realized what they were, I was like, I can't wait till everyone leaves this house and yeah. I can go get, 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 <laughs> to see what's going on mm-hmm. up close and personal. Um, so I, I took a series of photos. It was almost like my unboxing video. Um, they can't come in the cutest box with hearts all over it. I assume that's their Valentine's Day packaging. Um, I opened it up. There are two trays of tiny mini cupcakes. Come on. One. They're super cute. They're yeah, cute. they're real cute. And mm-hmm. fun and exciting. Because like, that really, if you want to know what gets me going, it's like a bunch of tiny little things you can eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that are assorted. An assortment of tiny things. Yeah, and two trays of it. Because yes. I don't just want one. That's no. not going to be enough. I need two. So they, the, the top tray was like their traditional, some of their traditional flavors. And then the second tray was their Valentine's day flavors. They were all delicious. It started out with like, cause there were multiples of each of them. And right. I'm like, I'm just going to taste some of them and I'm going to leave enough <clears throat> for Daniel to taste all of them as well. Right. And then as the days went by, <laughs> it went from like, I'm leaving him three of the, there's one called like the magic cookie. Um, that has like a little bit of cookie dough on it or like oh the, the red velvet or the Valentine's ones. And then it like whittled down to like, here's half of one. <laughs> now there are a few left. Okay. <laughs> They're so good though. Um, my, then they have like a special mini of the month. Mm. And I think my favorite, I think that was my favorite. And it's the snowball, which I believe is a nod to like the, the uh, hostess snowball. Oh, it's got coconut and it's white fudge and it's got fudge in the middle and it was just you, so good. You don't have to amazing. commit to any one flavor. That's right. I like that. You just get a and bite, the Valentine's right? ones, the <laughs> Valentine's ones were so good. The Valentine's Day flavors include milk chocolate, red velvet, strawberry made with real strawberries and buttery streusel. For a second, I thought it said sensual buttery streusel, <laughs> which is just my brain. But it yeah, was it sensual. Kind of yeah, sensual. it was so, yeah. so good. Vanilla cream and more. Uh, baked by Melissa's February flavors are specially picked to go better together. They also have gluten-free options and they make macarons. Ooh. Uh, easy to gift. Baked by Melissa offers one and two day shipping nationwide. Remember the last day for standard shipping for Valentine's Day delivery is February 12th at 2 p.m. E. 
Stern time. This Valentine's Day, send your loved ones the perfect gift with Baked by Melissa. Go to bakedbymelissa.com slash Allison today. Sign up. So you have to sign up. And use the promo code Allison to get 15% off your next order. This is a special offer exclusively for podcast listeners. So make sure you take advantage. That's 15% off at bakedbymelissa.com slash Allison using the promo code Allison. Are you looking for a convenient magnetic screen door? Okay. If you want the absolute best quality manufactured in the most sizes, then you want bug off screen. Bug off screen keeps oh, unwanted it. insects out of your home with unique features like our magnetic, hands-free entry and exit, and simple, tool-free self-installation that won't damage your door frame. Free one. Yeah. Unlike the cheaper China screens, our magnetic screen door is made of durable okay. USA right, let's... and magnets that won't fall apart and will last for years. Yeah. <laughs> Busy moms, kids, and pets oh. love bug off screen because you can walk through the middle with your hands full and the screen automatically snaps closed behind you. This feature ensures no more screens are accidentally left open, no more slamming or broken screen doors, and no need to let your pets in and out because pets can go in and out without assistance. Visit bugoffscreen.com I think today. you just found your future, honey. By the way, Eric, did you hear that read? The, the, yeah, what'd you think of that? Oh, yeah. No, I, you're feeling pretty secure in your job right now, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, she must good. work for the company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boss's daughter. Yeah, right. uh, so I looked these up, and there you can get. I mean, this is the cheap China China one. I assume you get <laughs> yeah, on Walmart yeah, 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 for yeah. eighty nine ninety nine. Oh wait, there's crud on my screen. That's eight ninety nine. Oh my god! Wow, for the cheap China one. I love that you can walk through it with your hands full. How many times have you had a fruit so basket in times. your arms and you haven't been able to get through your screen door? I was hoping that was the commercial that I see on TV. Which is it? It wasn't, but the one on TV. There's a sound that the magnets all make when they click together. It goes like click, click, click. I heard a sound, and they play it over and over again through the commercial like will, 10 times. I will say this. Uh, screen doors do have the tendency to be overly aggressive in their spring back. That's true. Mm. Yes. So, you know, you could throw it open. It's because they're so light. Face. I think it's because they're so light that when like you, th- you throw it back. Is that why, honey? I suspect. <laughs> you're just so strong i know uh yeah i don't know that but i but i that is a selling point um why did she say china not chinese i don't know but uh, they better be making those in america if they're going to be saying talking shit about products made in china and i bet it's it's, made in china made in usa all over the I thought it was a type of door, but no. It's, just, it's a jingoistic oh, yeah. product. One thing that these companies can do, by the way, that's scammy, is they can say they're made in the United States, but actually make all the component parts in China, and they just have to be assembled in the United States. Oh, wait. I realize mm-hmm. what Eric is saying. Sorry. I just joined this show. Um, <laughs> you thought that the China, it was like a style. That's yeah, what totally. I thought. Oh, like yeah, like yeah, porcelain. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's, totally. what I, that's what I initially thought, because who? Because it's like so flagrant to be like yeah. then those china doors you don't want one of them yeah. t- china doors right. <laughs> it's sort of a weird way to good? say it none I, of it's good I yeah. She, yeah i think she meant made, made in china yeah. interesting huh. huh i think that's what we call a screen door advertising dog whistle yes <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right so daniel yeah um did you hear my story about how we heard part of your yes so yeah, well, you were on the phone, right? You weren't reading Elliot a story that involved. I just read minus him my e- eighty one. No, no, 000. I just read him my emails. <laughs> Isn't that what you? He doesn't know what I'm saying. Talk about you know different pieces of analysis. Uh, 
No, what's the question? The little train that hit reply all accidentally. <laughs> Read it again, Daddy. Yeah. Um, the question is, how'd bedtime go? It went great. Yeah, he's a little sweetie. And uh, he's once we get him uh, into the bedroom, he knows the drill. <laughs> makes it makes it sound like it makes it sound intense. No, no. there's no fight. There's no fight to go to bed. Is that's what I'm saying. Impre- that's hard to get to. Good yeah. job. And he's so cute. Like I'll, I put him in the crib, and then um, there's like a, a playlist, and so it gets to the last song, and you know, and it lights out, and we're just singing. And then it's like, okay, I'll go. Okay, time for night night or good night. And he'll go. Bye. Oh, bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> oh, so, so cute. No, bye. He's like the soft, like little sweet voice. Yeah. Uh, no, I got a call. What you heard was, um, I got a call from my boss because he's in Sundance, and um, w- you know, things can't wait because there's movies that, you know, Jerry got to get on those slopes. yeah no no it's like we're trying to you know we're trying to get movies we're trying to acquire movies so there's always like it's time everything's time sensitive so it's like i it's like this awkward thing where i'm answering the phone and there's you know music playing (laughs) elliot was was absolutely beaming at me while i was on the phone (laughs) he was just like big smile he thought that was so funny (laughs) daddy's on the phone he Um, does this super cute thing now where I'll say to him, you're cute. And then he goes, I cute. But he lifts his shoulder up and puts his head to the side. Like, he like knows how he to ham it up. He performs yeah. cute. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Because thing we don't blowing. know how he learned w- what, what that means. What, like, yeah. telegraphs cuteness. It's the, so weird because he is doing cute in quotes. Cute. Yeah. Right. The thing that's blowing my mind right now is that he has figured out, like, if you say you, he responds with I. Yeah. Or my, like, how the fuck did he learn that? We didn't. I didn't teach him that. That's like, he smart. understands that you, because that's kind of a compli. If you think about it, that's complicated. I taught him that. <laughs> you, did you? Oh, that's <laughs> maybe it's not it. as complicated as I. No, feel I like think it is. is because oftentimes kids will refer to themselves with their first name. Yeah. Right, Elliot. But he knows Elliot he's I. Yeah. Or sometimes, to him. if you're the president, you do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. God. He's I to him, but you to me. Yeah. So conceptually, he's got it. Conceptually, he's figured that he's out. He's ahead of the pack. I, I, it's amazing. I'm telling you, he's a genius. He's we do think this. Now, here's the best part, Daniel. Yeah. Why do you think? He, why do you think it is that he's so smart? Oh, because I gave him a lot of affection as a child. Yeah. He had lots of hugs and kisses. <laughs> lots of uh, you know stroking his head and she's my back rub going to bed has made him smarter. And okay, you laugh, but it's uh, science. <laughs> <laughs> Has, okay, now I left. Yeah. Okay, now I left. Well, so... <laughs> but um, I, I agree. I think that... The, I bu- So, I do believe that the um, the body, like, responds to that when it's developing. Like, okay, I'm in an environment that is where I where I can thrive. Right. So, you're... Like, they've done studies on kids that don't come from nurturing homes or there's... And they don't, they don't do as well. And... Um, and there's actually there was actually some articles to support that, but we were at a baby class this weekend. We went to we signed up for a baby a class, a birthing class. Yeah, it was a, a birth preparation class from okay. nine to five. Yeah, Ooh. we I wanted to sign up because this is our second time. Like we've done this, right? But I also felt like okay, 
Little my refresher. therapist thought it'd be good for okay. me to take good. another class. Right. Full disclosure. Drag, um, so I I wanted to sign up for. Usually they have like a series of classes, and I'm like, I'll just go to the ones that I don't know. I'll just go to some. I'm not. I don't need the whole thing. Yeah. Those were all sold out. All they had was the one day intensive, like nine dri- to five, like driver's class or whatever you call that. Traffic school, Traffic right? School. Mm. Right. Ugh. The yeah, night yeah, before, yeah. we yeah. were Daniel. I was so stressed out. Daniel really looked like he had sucked a fart when he <laughs> the day before. He was just like, "I'm losing a day." Of all, right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> just know this: if I have any plans at all. On Saturday or Sunday, even if it's something fun, and I'm murdered on isn't. Friday night, know that I was murdered. Happy that I didn't have to do <laughs> the thing. I it's like you, that will give you some solace because I, I am miserable if I have to do anything. You get a haircut every three weeks. Does yeah. that make you miserable knowing that's on it's the a, calendar? It's a dr- it's a drag. Okay, like it, yeah. So, but anyway, to know that the entire day was booked with something we'd already done was making me mental. But and so Daniel yeah. was in a really bad mood about it. But then I feel like I met his bad mood and surpassed it because I was just like, I can't, I can barely watch an hour long television show. Yeah. Like I cannot do nine to five, especially when they said bring a yoga mat or pillow and t- or yoga mat or towel and two pillows. Like right. I can't do this. I'm too uncomfortable. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. So our whole thing was like, we're just going to go and then we're just going to leave. Yeah. If we need to, we, we might show we up late. Mad, we might we'll leave, leave early. Storm out of here. Here's the crazy thing though. <clears throat> the woman who let it, was so funny and so She's entertaining. Good. The day flew by. That's awesome. We mm-hmm. <laughs> get carried away. It didn't fly by. It was, well, it was tolerable. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. It was a lot <laughs> less bad. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And here's my yes. question. Now the Patreon people already know because I posted a special photo of us at the birth class. Real cute. And I wrote this on Patreon. Patreon. So that's the kind of exclusive content you get. Um they play these films in the class where it like follows the journey of a couple, you know, a little bit before their labor and then through their labor and then afterwards. And you watch like a couple who has an unmedicated birth and a couple who has an epidural and then a couple who has a C-section. They don't really show it. But um, I remember wondering this last time around. And if anyone knows, please let me know. Where are these made? Because it looks like America. Like you see them strolling in their super suburban cul-de-sac. It looks like America, but they seem to have like a slight, slight imperceptible accent. And their names are like Henning and Anissa. And I can't Mm. imagine that that that's from like Texas. Is it contemporary? Is like, what's the year? The oh, 90s, I would say. say. Oh, cool. Last 20 years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, last 20. So, okay, after 2000, but early 2000. I always it just assumed it was New York because there's New nothing York- New York about that. Mm. Was it Canadian? I feel like it might be Cana- there we Canadia. Go. Canadia. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it might be Canadian. That's the, that's, yeah, it could be. What I, like, Toronto it's like or something. America, but it's not America. And that sounds like Canada to me. Mm hmm. Anyway, you, you're missing the whole point of talking about this, Sorry. which is that at one point, uh, she started talking about what happens after uh, the baby's born. And she says that the father, being really affectionate, has shown to boost IQ points 15 points. Whoa. Mm. 
That's you. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So daddy <laughs> hugs and kisses so are making you smarter. <laughs> so, um, so that is going to be my excuse to continue uh, giving hugs and kisses. Were you able to stay quiet when you heard that? Or did you have to do a, a quick, <laughs> very lap, last just quick lap, lap around the room? Get no, a high I just, five from everybody. I smugly nodded. <laughs> <laughs> did not on, so she knew. Yeah, I knew she about knew. that. I knew. Daddy's making him smarter. <laughs> Now, Daniel. Not mommy hugs and kisses, mind you. <laughs> How did you feel mm-hmm. about everyone in this class? Because we, some of our best friends, we met in a class. You'd think I would learn. So we met in a baby class, uh, a couple that we're really good friends yeah. with now. And, I and Elliot's them. friends with their son. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad I met them. And it, and it's like think- one of those things where I think, because I met... I went to the Ask an Anesthesiologist class, Great. <laughs> and I met Izzy there. Yeah. Oh no, you 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 were there too. You yeah, came I was a little there, bit honey. late, I but, think. But anyway, so we met her, and then we met her husband, and then and it's one of those like serendipitous things where like I'm so glad we met them because then she and I did mommy and me together, and they become right. really good friends of ours. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think that that would be like a revelation. Like, man, you know, <laughs> when you go, you never know who these people are. They're, you know, they're strangers, but that could be somebody in there that you end up like really hitting it off with. But nothing's changed. I, I don't want to meet any of you. <laughs> you are all uh, annoying me in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I, I can never change that. We went, we took a hospital tour and I really didn't like any of those people. I feel like I, these ones I could tolerate more, but I still didn't want to get to know any. The couple that, the couple that, a couple of the couples, because we were put in like a small group to answer questions about the film strip or whatever. (laughs) They were nice. They They were were fine. You know what? The truth is, there was one guy that you hated based just on the vibe. There was one guy. But other than that, for the most part, (laughs) like I was looking around the room and and, I do that thing of like, yeah, I'd probably like that person, but fuck you. I want to get out of here. But the, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, there was one guy, and I couldn't see what was wrong with him. Who there was just something about the way that he spoke because he would ask questions that in, in instantly like m- annoyed me, and it was something about the like enthusiasm in his voice, <laughs> <laughs> and just the 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 energy and the rapid <laughs> talk, you know. And it was like you know how like uh, there's um, that kind of valley girl thing where you know a teenage girl might. And this is a stereotypical teenage girl who talks really fast and, is like, and it can be like nails on a chalkboard. Right. This was like the dude equivalent of that to me. <laughs> I immediately didn't like the guy. But What he, if he was terrified and overcompensating? Yeah. Uh, he looked really confident. <laughs> no so compassion. Yeah, I don't right, think right. that was the case. Oh. He was a handsome guy, probably an actor. Oh, so he was um, just a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's probably a lovely guy. It was just, there's sometimes there's just a, an energy that is like, I don't need this at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> did, did you start with a mixer? Like, did, was, was there a brief getting to know you exercise? They went Maybe. around the room. Oh, we missed And that. you, oh, yeah, we job. got, we, yeah. they called on us right when we got in. But you went around the room and you said your names yeah. and like when you're due. Nothing really interesting, though. It's not like, <laughs> what do you do for a living or anything? Right. Yeah. Um, there was a guy sitting across from us a little bit to the left who had on a baseball cap and then he had his sunglasses over the cap resting on the brim cool. upside oh, down I and I didn't like him. Yeah. So just be careful if you run into <laughs> us in the wild, folks. We probably <laughs> no, don't We're not like going to like you. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. The minute you talk to us, we're perfectly pleasant. Oh, we're yeah. that phony. <laughs> we're not phony at all. I totally pretend like I like you for a while. <laughs> no, I think I really we do. do. 
<laughs> That's right. No, I think it's mostly just you know when I don't know. Like it's the same thing as you disliking everyone at the open house. It's like just uh, everyone's in your way in the city. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, check out the garage. Yeah. And you oh, get annoyed. Yeah, big, get, the, get out of here. You, you get annoyed that uh, not because of them personally, just because you're ha- like I can't get where I want to go in time, or I you know, and so that makes you dislike people, but not really. You, yeah. Now, hang on, because I, really. I need to talk about underwear. Ladies, <laughs> I love anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies. ladies, hear me out. <laughs> Why is underwear for dudes always about being super techie or having extra support for their junk? And why are women's <laughs> brands all about how high this thong can go up my butt <laughs> or how my boobs need to be suffocating me? <laughs> Did I write this? I think it's yours. And this it is your copy. Like the good thing is there is an underwear brand out there for us that just focuses on being super comfortable, and it's Me Undies. Daniel and I love Me Undies. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of them. He, if you open his drawer, it's Nothing just a Me Undies. It's exclusively Me Undies. Yep. Me Undies uses the coveted micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. This fabric genuinely feels like actual heaven against your skin you can also get a style that is perfectly suited for you women can choose from four different cuts all of which are available from classic colors to adventurous prints speaking of prints for valentine's day he loves them why not match your bottom half with your better half and get matching prints for you and your partner daniel and i have done this now he has boxers with valentine's hearts on them and i have a bralette with valentine's hearts on them we're too cute. That's real cute. <laughs> That's real cute, you guys. This Valentine's Day season, MeUndies will be releasing a new print every Tuesday. But why stop at undies? This year, MeUndies offers matching lounge pants, bralettes, and onesies as well, all of which are made from the same micromodal fabric as their undies. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. MeUndies.com slash Allison. We have some iTunes comments of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, let's read the positive one first. That's Eric. Yes, I've got it. Okay. (laughs) I love Alison Rosen and everyone on her show. Five stars. By funny and edutaining. (laughs) January 15th, 2019. Alison is generous with her life's details and an excellent interviewer. (laughs) She's warm, funny, surprising, interesting, and genuinely curious about people and life. This is hands down my favorite podcast because I love Allison, though not in a stalker way. <laughs> I'm very proud of her career and life progress. X-O-X. Thank you. That was very nice. And that is such a diplomatic way of saying I overshare. I'm generous. <laughs> generous. Mm. Generous with the details of my life. Alright. Well, not everyone w- agrees. Some would beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the grocery delivery story was a crime against the listeners by Mander C. Really painful episode this week. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's it. That's the so that I believe <laughs> that was our New Year's episode, and our, I, I mean know. our like our first episode. It was the episode where it's like it's 2019, you guys, uh-huh. and I wanted it to be like this uplifting, da da da. Right. But we were recording it before Christmas, hey. and. Yeah. I was frazzled and I knew as I was recording it that that like I believe I said multiple times this is going to be a really annoying episode because <laughs> I had a little snafu with a grocery delivery person mm-hmm. where oh this was that one yeah, yeah, yeah I had requested that they just leave the groceries um outside the door and text me when they're here right but instead they were texting me like saying I'm here can you come meet me and then she rang the doorbell which then I was worried it was going to wake Elliot up and then right. Wendy started barking and then I opened the door and um and she's like hi I've been trying to get in touch with you mm. and I said that I'm like okay I'm like there's a note on my account saying could you just leave him outside the door and she's like yeah I don't do that um people steal groceries sometimes up like $300 worth of groceries this is my job you know and hmm. it was so like harsh and rude that i was like really pissed off afterwards yes a quote yes the grocery delivery story was a crime against the listeners (laughs) really painful episode this week please continue how painful was it enough to do it again every week so (laughs) i (laughs) i thought her saying this is my job you know I couldn't understand. I th- I felt like it was her- what, what did I like? I can't articulate what I felt like it was her saying. I felt like it was she was just like it just felt mean. Like I felt yeah. like someone was like dressing me down. Um, Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. <laughs> but then someone wrote in and said perhaps what she was saying when she said this is my job, you know, was if the groceries. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna dump doubling down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. the groceries get no. stolen, then that comes out of her paycheck. Like this is my. She probably she need to be helped so, you out with that a little bit. It was yeah. like, here's the thing: if they get stolen, right. it comes out of mine. So I was a little. Yeah, I think she could have communicated came off a bit more better. as a like, "Don't bother me, I'm working." And I'm like, <laughs> okay, "I know, yeah, I'm the client." It was yeah. very confusing. I don't tell you how to do your job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I think it might be time for some Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone's But first, <laughs> Jeff loves when I do this. Um, actually, I did it okay that time. I think you love when I say, let's do Just Me or Everyone, and then I squeeze in a but first. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're all great. (laughs) (laughs) But first, I need to talk to you guys about a streaming fitness platform destination called OpenFit that I love. Getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service. Super simple streaming service. That's fine. You nailed it. First try. I love it. That allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Um, There's amazing trainers and classes. Open fit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Our own Jenna Kim Jones is all about doing bar classes. I've never done a bar class, but I want to try this Extend Bar. Um, I was looking at it. I was, I was, I was looking at OpenFit today and I was looking at Extend Bar and Extend Bar is like, 
I guess traditional bar, it's like small isometric exercises, whereas extend bar has like bigger movements and stuff. I'm into it. I like <laughs> it. They've extended it. <laughs> or get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre, named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. These trainers know how to get you results quick. Um, and also my, one of my favorite aspects of open fit is that there's a lot of articles about fitness and nutrition and wellness and self care, uh, including one that was like something like 29 or 30 inspirational quotes to like, oh, wow. keep you focused on fitness. And I liked all of them. <laughs> I liked all of them. Uh, yeah, there was like a ton of good, inf- a ton of information there and really well curated. Results you can see lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with my code, Allison, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use my code, Allison, and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership it's pretty awesome. A special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text Allison to 303030. That's text Allison to 303030. Okay, now let's really find out all about our listeners and us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just do it again. Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? Katie says, Wonder why none of us pronounces the second T in the word 20. Hashtag 20. Eric Martin, you're doing an audiobook. How do you say the word? 20. No, you say 20. It's like uh, often. Um, right. I was, I was, it was specifically taught, don't say, don't say the T in often. Oh, you were taught yeah. that. Interesting. Uh, I, British may do it differently, but uh, for Americans, it's like often 20. Don't yeah. do it. Just huh. don't do it. In the Brady Bunch movie, they really <laughs> punch that up with Jan. Jan says $20,000. And they keep hitting it over and over again. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I went to school with a girl named Darcy Dutton, and she hit all the T's. <laughs> Darcy Dutton. And she would pronounce button, button. And uh, I just remember it was very noticeable. Vers- whereas I pronounced all my T's as D's. It was almost, a- it wasn't a speech impediment. It was just the way I talked as a little kid. Um, so like I had a duck named Cotton, but it was Cotton and everything was duh. Yeah. I was like the anti-Darcy. This is a good story. It's a good way to say it. Okay. <laughs> Micah Zilla says, I try to never arrive at a stop sign at the same time as someone else. So I will intentionally crawl slowly to a stop so that they get there first and there's no confusion. Oh. Um, I don't think I do that. That's considerate. I don't do that. That is considerate. I wish he did the other way where he raced up. So he's like, first. Yeah, now I get to go. Well, yeah, or there's that thing people do where they'll they'll stop like four feet before the limit line, <laughs> yes. so they technically stop first. Yeah, <laughs> you think cheating motherfuckers, and then they go. Yeah. No. All right, Ray Morgan. Another pronunciation one. I think silent L's are getting more pronounced lately. Uh oh, I'm feeling like I've already done this one. We can do it again. Um. Who do I need to fire? <laughs> Just kidding. I select this. I select these. Uh, I think, think silent L's are getting more pronounced lately. Calm almond. Um, 
either I'm having deja vu or I have done this one. But anyway, um, I got called out numerous times for the way I say also, because I guess I said also, which I did. I didn't pronounce the L. So now I like purposefully say the L in those words. I don't wait. So the L in almond is silent. I don't think it's silent. Yeah, no, it gets in there. I mean, you can say almond. Almond, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we know what you're talking about, right? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do whatever you want. Yeah. Everyone say almond. 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 Yeah, there's a little L in there. Almond. Yeah. Yeah. You're like half hitting it. It's a it? very soft L. Yeah. 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 And what was the other one? Calm. Calm. Remember, calm. remember the big fracas over that word? Yeah, calm. Yeah, calm. I feel like it's in there. All right. The word poem. Is that one or two or one and a half syllables? Because I think I just, I think I used to just say poem. Yeah. <laughs> like P-O-M-E. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I would say it. I know it's library and it's <laughs> Sherbert. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> what Sherbert. is the right way to pronounce that not very good frozen dessert that Daniel loved as a child? I liked the rainbow Sherbert. Sherbert? I think it's Sherbert. Sherbet. Sherbert. Yeah, that's Sherbet. it's spelled. But it, but e- doesn't it everyone say Sherbert? They sure do. Okay. Yeah. Sherbert. <laughs> yeah. So Real there's wrong. a silent R in there. <laughs> yeah. Do they even make Sherbert anymore or oh, yeah. bet? Yeah. I bet they do at ba- uh, Baskin Robbins. Do? I'd burst, <laughs> I bet they do. Uh, yeah. It's called gelato. Mm. Oh, is that well, what no, it is? No, no, I think it, no they, they still make both. Gelato is uh, ice cream that's made with mi- whole milk instead of heavy cream. I is think. it? They oh, used to make they. There used to be a dietetic product that my mom used to buy called ice milk. Huh. Oh, I had ice milk. Remember? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, like gelato. It? It's gelato. I mean, huh. I guess it's not. I feel really. like I would like gelato if a it were lot made with because cream. Because one of my favorite things is a milkshake uh, that has been put in the freezer for a little while, yeah. mm. so that it gets crystal and mm-hmm. crunchy. And yeah. then, it, and milkshakes aren't as heavy, so they kind of like have a. Um, there's just something more satisfying yeah. about it. It's more like crystallized. And that's the wrong yeah. word, but it's more yeah. Like yum, yum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sounds great. <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh, is Sherbert. Yes. Uh-oh. Go ahead. You had a Sherbet thought. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Is it only fruit flavored? I oh. think it's fat free. Sherbet? Probably. Uh, oh, is maybe. it? It's like, it's sorbet basically, isn't it? I think it? so. Yeah. Maybe it had yeah. a little bit of dairy in it. Sherbet might even well, be a misunderstanding of sorbet. Who well, knows? no, I think sorbet. Oh, no, sorbet has no dairy. Uh, right. It's just a simple syrup with fruit juice or whatever. And uh, gotcha. sherbet, I think, might have some dairy. I don't know. And there's soft serve ice cream, but no hard serve. <laughs> yeah, but there's hard. I think there's hard packed ice cream. So oh. what they call that? I oh, feel boy. like I've heard that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I have an important update about oh. Quantsitsa. Uh-oh. Okay, oh, here we go. This is the You're pizza ex- that I invented. Okay, listening. <laughs> I'm attentive. <laughs> it's the news with hey, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Quantsitsa, you your Bring best friend now. <laughs> I always love Quantsitsa. <laughs> I love a segment in a segment. <laughs> okay, uh, so the pizza that I and I'm putting invented in quotes, as you'll understand in a second, um, was you take a pizza and then you surround it with a, uh, what do you call that thing, honey? Some Spring sort of form spring pan. Spring form or something like that so that you can get that cheese 
all the way to the edge Ooh. and up, and then you get like more surface area of cooked cheese. Yeah. Right. And less crust, right? Yeah. Um, the idea that I had, though, it included, because it had the spring form, it was like the, the crust underneath was the same kind of crispy, like either thin crust or whatever you wanted to do. It has been pointed out to me that this is uh, known, that this is very similar to, or it's been, to- I've been told it is Detroit style pizza, hmm. uh, which I looked up. I'd never heard of Detroit style pizza. I don't feel like Detroit is known for its pizza. Well, so <laughs> apparently they have a, a style of pizza in Detroit that's very similar, but I emphasize that it's not this exactly the same. So the Detroit style pizza is, it looks like it's made in a, in a skillet or a pan, and it does go to the edge. Um, often it looks like it's rectangular. And, uh, but, the, but the key difference between Detroit style, I think, and what I'm talking about is the crust on Detroit style is that uh, more of a thicker, uh, doughy, like spongy kind of thing. Like a Sicilian pizza. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that sounds... Sicilian's thicker and square. Yeah. And that sounds good, but that ain't what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to have to make Quantitza for y'all to get what's up. So it's the thin crust. That's your specialty with this. Yeah, it's like okay. it's the be- I'm, I'm talking sold. about the best of both it. worlds here. Yeah. I'm talking I'm I'm saying there is a way to have it all. Yeah. <laughs> ladies. And ladies. Ladies. Okay, like you know what you want out of a Chicago style pizza but don't get. Yeah. Which is you want it to be to have the toppings and that cheese on the top and they say nah, tomato sauce on the top. You like, fucking get out of here. <laughs> uh New York style thin crust is great but then you got the crust and you don't want that. Right. Um and then the Detroit has the thing, but then you have the lousy crust. This is a marriage of all. You get the the nice thin crust, little more toppings, more cheese, crust on the edge. I'm bringing this all together. You're disrupting all the pizza. That sounds That's fantastic. Right. Well, you know, make what? it. Try it out. I think you'll That's like right. it. That's right. What's going on over there? The chair's falling apart. Okay, <laughs> okay. Eric Olson says, when I was a kid on flights, I was disappointed that I never got to float with my cushion or disembark via that kick-ass looking inflatable slide. They should slide. just have an open house yeah, one day yeah. where like, hey, we're going to retire this 747. So kids, come on down this Saturday and do the slide. Here's yeah. A, yeah. Or, that cool. Wouldn't I, that be fun? Yeah. Like people would pay for this, right? Because airlines are very available to be like, "Hey, for an extra charge, you can do this. Extra charge, yes. you get to slide down. Yes, sixty bucks. Take the slide down, or just do a simulator of an emergency just <laughs> yeah. for fun, and then you get to freak out and then open the thing and do it because you know. Yeah. Well, remember on school buses, every now and then there was a school bus emergency drill where uh-huh. you would all get to go out the back of the bus, and that was always tons oh, yeah. of fun. That was right. fun, yeah, yeah. And it was always a surprise, right? Why not do that with airplanes? Yeah, right. It's real fun. Are you listening? I do think there was a point at which I realized like, oh, all this stuff they're talking about is only going to happen in a really awful scenario. And that Mm -hmm. was disappointing. Sure. The plane that landed in the Hudson, like that must have been a real, you know, kind of mixed bag for the people in there because it's like I think they were a little bit happy. oh shit but then it's kind of awesome I get you know? to it's like yeah. I'm on the wing of a yeah we're parking on the wing they're taking pictures <laughs> of us helicopter this is cool this is cool <laughs> did their luggage float or did it sink oh I don't know if I got a luggage update. I think the whole plane floated I think okay. they towed the plane off somewhere yeah why would the, the luggage sink honey um, do you think that 
it opened the the cargo. I, I guess I really hadn't thought about it enough. You're worried about well, they the, landed the and then the ground crews yeah. came. Yeah, <laughs> in scuba gear, <laughs> underwater. But the carry-ons, like those, probably. Well, I, cause I was just thinking, if mm. this happened, even though I know that I should just be focused on my family and surviving, I would also be focused on my, my luggage. Laptop. Well, <laughs> yeah. But but like, what about dogs that might be down there? No, Daniel, don't. Talk about don't that. that. No, no, they're all be... fine. They're all very safe. Everything worked out great. They were they probably a lot of fine. Fun. I mean, it's got to be air sealed. Died, it's got to be that. sealed because it, you know, when you're at that altitude, it has to be the whole thing has to be sealed. So I'm sure water wasn't getting it. Tom Hanks landed it safely, and he would never <laughs> let anything happen to those dogs. See, if a bunch <laughs> of animals had been had perished, that would be part of the story. I think it'd be like Sully, maybe not such a hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's exactly what, that's what the movie would be called. Magazine. It would be perfect. No one yeah. talks about the dogs. <laughs> okay, Lauren Kay says, when at a person's home for a party or gathering, uh-oh, no. uh-oh. this happened last go. time, Allie Ward had to read it for me because I kept <laughs> yawning in the middle of the particular JMO. When at a person's home for a party or gathering, a closed bathroom door means it's occupied. I wouldn't knock on a bathroom door unless it was an emergency. And who are these people that close the door behind them after using the bathroom? Yep. They break the system. Yes, I agree. However, the people who close the door behind them are the ones who are trying to contain a scent, I think. Still, you don't do that. That's yeah. not protocol, especially at a public-ish yeah. event. You close the door, you put it ajar. Right. And then there's that tense moment when it's been a long time mm-hmm. and you just try just do a little, it. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay. And then you open right. it. No one was in there the whole time you were waiting. Son of a- you have yeah. to because you, you realize at a certain point what you're waiting for, which is the, someone exiting or the t- toilet flushing or hearing someone cough, you may never, ever, ever hear it and you'll be standing there for the rest of your life if you don't try it. Right. 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 You hear about those people sometimes. You do. Yeah. You've lost them. Yeah. yeah. Those who are lost mm-hmm. <laughs> waiting for a bathroom. That's right. I feel like at a house party, though, unless it's real loud, you can sometimes, more like a dinner party, you can sometimes just sort of lean your ear against the door and hear what's going on. Here. Doors are pretty thin. I, I am learning here that maybe I think I'm being a little bit rude. I always do just a real, just a one knuckle, just a little tip. Oh, that's tip. not rude. I, it's uh, just, just to let people know, okay. hey, if you're on the phone or if you're doing whatever, we do yeah. have a line out here. Yeah. And I don't want yeah. you to be embarrassed. So hurry. No, no. You're get right. it up. <laughs> uh, when I was in New York, uh, we were, I don't remember what show it was, but it was some Broadway show where the line was really long uh, during intermission. And some New Yorker that is my hero for the rest of my life was like, ladies, let's move it. And just screamed at all the girls. Uh, oh, that's it was great. great. The, the, the bathroom situation during intermission at a show is an intense it's fucking thing. Because yeah. Yeah, because you're like, how the fuck are we going to get all these people <laughs> yeah. through the bathroom in time? Yeah, especially because oftentimes the intermission's like over when you're not you're not even in the bathroom yet. You're in line. Oh yeah, and then the light blinks, and you're like, does that mean fifteen minutes, five minutes? Holy shit, right. we're going to miss. <laughs> right. You know, fuck it, and then I'll just ditch Allison and go to my seat. You always do that. <laughs> I'm not missing the beginning of this. <laughs> the inner protocol. Uh, James Leroy Wilson says, when decluttering, I hold a book, ask myself, does this spark joy? Usually no, but I'd be embarrassed if there weren't books on the bookshelves. Marie Kondo says 30, 30 books or less is what you should be aiming for. I'm, I, I agree with this. Wait, which one? Marie Kondo's yeah, uh, I know. attitude about And books. yet you are interested in getting bookshelves for our books. 
Get over yourself, Marie Kondo. Well, most <laughs> books are actually garbage. Like most books you've read it, you're not going to read it again. Yep. So why are you holding on to it? Donate them to the library and then the, go back to the library if you want to read it, right. according to me. Right. In, in, in like very few books that I've read, am I going to go back to at any time? So there's just clutter. The books you want to hold on to are like art books or some sort of reference book, that kind of thing. The reason that I want to get them up on a bookshelf is because it's a losing battle and we might as well get them out of boxes. Yeah, I agree. It's just so when you see the books on the bookshelves in my house, no, <laughs> that, that represents the death of my it. spirit. When one of those bookshelves going up, hopefully soon. We got to buy them first. We actually <laughs> went looking this weekend. We went to IKEA. It was couldn't couldn't have been more miserable. Yeah, that, over that the was weekend. A, oh my fucking god! Brave, you guys. We are dumb. Yeah. Jesus Christ! And we took Elliot, who was out of his mind. Oh, you. <laughs> he did this thing that was so funny. he he had a wubbinub, which is like what a he calls pacifier. A pa- it's a pacifier with a little stuffed animal on it. Right. He could calls have it just it. as easily been something you purchased at IKEA. Yeah, yeah. could have yeah. been. So he was playing this game with himself where he'd just like either throw it, he'd throw it, and he'd either toss it ahead of him or behind his back, whatever. He just and then like, he'd run and go get it, run and get it. And um, what did you say? So. No, what this happened was making was, it impossible to move forward. We thought he was just going to sit in the cart like he normally does. Yeah, but he was having none of the cart, and he wanted to walk. <laughs> he's not. He's one years old. He's going to be two very soon. So um, that made it a thousand times more difficult to do anything. Right. Trying to like corral this kid in IKEA, and which already is insane. It was a Sunday, and it yeah. was packed. Yeah. So was everyone there was awful, of course, <laughs> except of course. for us. Yes. So anyway, some of them were awful. We're on our way, but it made it so that one of us was like navigating and the other one had to just be on Elliot duty. And one of us, you know, there were bookshelves that we knew we were trying to find. But anyway, um, so on our way out, he was playing this game where he was throwing his pacifier and then running and getting it. And then the whole time, just on the way out. But go ahead. This is not important. It was on the way out. Well, it was also on the way out. (laughs) Okay. I didn't remember it happening before. But anyway, um, so some because he do, he's not the best pitcher sometimes he would throw it and it would just go backwards right so he was like beginning to go backwards so daniel's like okay let's just keep keep it going forward honey yeah. let's keep it going forward so he leaned down and licked the floor <laughs> there was, it like was a pro- so weird they had a projection on the concrete <laughs> they had polished concrete yeah and a projection, projection of, an of arrow. arrows. And he oh. was very fascinated by the arrows. So he got on all fours and then he just goes, licked it. <laughs> he was just like, oh, oh God. I'm so proud. <laughs> it was so weird, but so he hilarious. Was a lot of fun. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Ah, that's fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he was, he was enjoying it. I, you know. Well, because you were just saying how intelligent he is, and I think that's the mark of a genius, <laughs> is if you drop yourself to the ground and like an arrow, I believe. <laughs> Have you done it? Do you know how great it is? So don't it's using all the senses. Exactly. That's right. That's right. I think that's so cute. But he did it as if that's what you had told him to do. Let's keep it moving forward. <laughs> and he <laughs> got down. Lick the forward yeah, arrow? Forward. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know why you're... Um, yeah. I love him. He's a genius. But uh, yeah, the bookshelves at Ikea are were disappointing for the most part. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. I, I have this memory of Ikea stuff being pretty legit, like good, not great, but like, and uh, it was, I don't know if, if it's gotten worse overall or hmm. I've gotten snobbier or something. I don't what know. are you looking for? Well, we want to put bookshelves in. I want them to look, you know, I, like decent. Right. You know, I feel obviously like these not. These were fine. One 
the Billy ones, which are their ba- most oh, basic yeah. ones, they, the they actually look fine. Yeah, those are fine. But the other two, uh, Leotorp and Hemness, they were really snuculos. <laughs> like the wood, the wood <laughs> looked really. They looked really cheap. Uh, I just feel like if they were in, they wouldn't look so bad. I don't know. Here. I think I, okay. I think we got to go with Billy. Just okay. I don't know. I don't know if we can afford fifty nine dollars for so a cheap. giant bookshelf. <laughs> I mean that. You know, it's cheap. <laughs> Uh, we could afford. We could get Billy bookshelves and beaded screen curtains. Yeah. Okay. And bean bags. <laughs> That'll keep the bugs out right there. Just stuff the doorway with bean bags. And lastly, <laughs> Nina Hartley says, "I love hearing a British actor do an American accent. Me too. I love finding out, like on um, Dirty John. This is how chocolate should taste. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the eldest daughter is actually British. I love yeah, finding she out did that. A great yeah. accent too. Or um, on Succession, the one who plays um, yes. what's her name? Or what? actually, and the both guy. of them, Tom what? and Tom. Siobhan. Yeah, they're uh, both British. Yeah, or Australian Br- or something. Brits, I think, do a better job of doing an American accent. That yes. Americans do. Oh, definitely. British accents. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I would I, love to, and maybe Eric, you've heard that. What does a dialect coach tell a British person to talk like us? I don't know. I do know the reverse. Okay. Um, just because, because um, um, we, when we would do it for, for Harry Potter, we'd, we'd tell him how to do all the, the British stuff. Oh, but, cool. but the other way around, I mean, I almost think like in these, in these schools, um, you know, it's like, Okay, here's how you here's how you talk like these jerks. And they'll eat it up and they'll give you Oscars. They'll love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it always does seem like they're putting us down with their twangy American yeah, accent. Right. Although I did see a production of Avenue Q in London, and they got most of the way there with the Brooklyn accents, but not all the way. Interesting. It was a little weird. Huh. What were we watching? Where it was? Uh, oh, Nicole Kidman. Will screw up. There's certain there's certain words where she'll you can tell she's Australian, so she's not perfect with we'll her American accent. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Laurie nails it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. see, I didn't even know he was British, although that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, he's British, right? He must be. Yes, Hugh Laurie. That's a class. That's like Henning and Anissa. Yeah, Emily Blunt is really uh, Sunshine Cleaners. This was a while ago, but she has a really good American accent. Mm-hmm. In that, I recall great. Minnie Driver having a good American yeah. accent. She. What has she been in lately? She's, she's on in Speechless. Yeah, Speechless. That's what she's been in lately. See with John Ross Bowie. Oh, I love him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It's a cute little show. She's a nightmare, Minnie Driver. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I worked when I was like right out of college. I worked at a company that was doing a movie called Hard Rain that she was in. And so I was constantly dealing with the actors and so and she was she was uh, Wasn't that with Christian out. Slater? Yeah. And it was raining really hard. Slater was awesome. Yeah. He was super nice. Like he would he'd give us like Cuban cigars. I don't know. I was just like a freaking office lackey. I mean I was not and but she was impossible. Oh my God. Was that before or after Goodwill Hunting? After. Okay, yeah. She was still, she's pretty big still at that point. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm not being fair. Maybe it's like, you know. I mean, they just made a whole movie where it was raining. That that was actually incredible. That that set, Hard yeah. Rain was all about this flood that happens in this small town in Indiana. Yeah. And during the flood, they do a heist. Whoa. <laughs> they built, they they found a town in Indiana and they rebuilt the town in a sound, in a, it wasn't even a soundstage. It was where they used to, it was like a boat where they built the, the space shuttles. It was this enormous. They built the town and they put it on stilts, on blocks. Whoa. And they would, um, and it was just a, a giant tank of water. And they would then 
uh, lower. They would actually just lower instead of raising the water level. They would lower the town in Whoa. order to show the water rising. It was That's incredible, cool. and they'd have these huge like dumpsters full of water to, to that they would. They had one set that was a jail cell that was a giant. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It was like a a tank. It was a very narrow like imagine a, a, a cone, right? Not a cone, a cylinder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the set would be lowered into the water so it looked like the water level was rising so the the actors were on a set that was being lowered into water it was fucking cool that's awesome (laughs) i've never heard of this movie hard rain yeah yeah well now i have but it was initially (laughs) called (laughs) it was initially called the flood that was back when they were doing all those disaster movies you know right um circa twister circa twister i'm gonna have to um go look this up it's all right well, it's the, it's what you're talking about is neat. I would like to thank everyone for being on the show tonight. This was delightful. I'd like to remind everyone, I do another podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons. It's a parenting podcast, but it's only loosely about parenting. Childish. Get it wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> wow. Do you have something else to say? I, I do have something else to say. Listen to my Monday. <laughs> that was not that was good. That any was good. of us. Were you going to burp or were you swallowing a yawn? I can't no, tell that was. It was like an involuntary. I mean, most burps are involuntary, but that one was even more involuntary. It's like my throat just went. Some my th- my throat or my esophagus was just like. <laughs> to be fair, your s- stomach is very close to your mouth <laughs> the now. Stomach yeah. is like in my shoulder. <laughs> when they show the when they show the illustrations of yeah. the woman's neck, it's nuts. <laughs> like Where everything, everything gets yeah. everything yeah. is either oh, wow. really far away or really close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, listen to my my Monday episode this week. The one that already came out, and listen to the next one, but specifically the one that already came out with Kelly Carlin, George Carlin's daughter. Mm. Uh, we went deep. It was very good. And uh, AllisonRosen.com is where you go for t-shirts, ringtones, etc. I have a book. If you if you like me, I have a book out called Tropical Attire Encouraged uh, and other phrases that scare me. And if you don't like me, I still have it out. Uh, <laughs> available in all formats. Follow me everywhere. Leave us comments. I love you. Renee, where do we find you? Yes. Now, listen. Last we spoke, I quit Twitter. Never again. Uh, And and then nobody followed me. I thought I was a trailblazer. We'd all quit. It didn't happen. And then I also heard an employer say that they won't hire somebody who's not on social media. So I sprinted back in. Even though you were were still on Instagram, though. I I know. Well, because this is dumb in its principle, but just like, well, that's the platform that Trump's on. So if we all leave, he'll have nobody to listen. Uh, But nobody else participated in my stern walkout. So, uh, So back in and then write a dumb joke every day. So on Twitter at Renee Culvert. Come find me. I'm back. I missed you guys. Uh, Instagram, Renee S. Culvert. And then I've got Can I Pet Your Dog for my podcast. Wonderful. Eric. Yeah, you can find me on the Twitters at uh, Eric1Martin. And um, just uh, came out with Pole Vault Championship of the entire universe. So listen to that with the Rift Tracks guys and Weird Al. And I co-directed that. It's now on Audible and it's delightful. Cool. <laughs> Gotta let Allison yawn it out. Well, they didn't have to know. <laughs> they did have to know. Um, yeah, you can find me at Daniel Quants Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh God! Cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, where might we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 
gotta go Yeah, Alice and Rosie 